Hey everyone, uh, welcome back to another episode, and good morning. It is currently Saturday morning. Well guys, I have a quick update with my uh, employee, uh, part-time employee I should say. Uh, the other day I actually went uh, across the island. It was probably about uh, maybe an hour, a little over an hour drive one way to uh, pick up his uh, vehicle. That way he can start, um, you know, working on repairing it. So I am not sure if you guys listened to the last couple podcasts, but uh, this is kind of a follow up to it, obviously. Um, you know, he needed some wheels to get around. He had a car, but it was um, he had no way to get it to where he lives in order to uh, start fixing it and repairing it. Uh, he had a quote from his cousin that is an actual tow truck company that quoted him, I think, a little over $500 to tow it to his house. So since he was working for me, I made a deal with him. And well, I, what I did was I actually offered a, a solution for him. And I told him either way, it doesn't matter to me. But, you know, if you want to take me up on the deal, we can work with each other. And so um, I told him I'll do it for half the price. And um, we can do it either way. Either you can just work it off or you can just pay me either way. And I said, if you don't want to do either one, that's fine with me either. But I do have the equipment to tow. You know, I have big trailers and stuff. So I can easily tow that little car for him. It's a Honda Civic, I believe. So uh, he took me up on the offer. He said that was the that's a be- the better deal. And um, yeah, he really appreciated it. So what he did is he's actually working it off. Uh, so actually, he owes me like $70 worth of labor um, left over, and then that's pretty much it. So actually, come Monday, um, we have Monday, Tuesday, we have a nice big project. So I'm going to throw him on that project. So uh, he'll obviously pay, you know, pay that off on that on that Monday easily. Plus, he'll have some cash in his pocket from you know the remaining balance of the day. But yeah, he got his vehicle. Um, yeah, so now he can work on it and you know get his wheels back up and running and kind of be more productive, you know. That's the thing, like living on an island, guys, we don't really have, unless you don't, unless you have a car, you're not going nowhere unless somebody's picking you up and dropping you off. Like we do have a bus route, but it only runs during the week and it's only at certain spots. It does not go all around and everything because we're on an island. Things are kind of really spread out and um, they're not condensed and it's all over the place over here. So if you live on the island, you do need a vehicle to get around. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, he was really ecstatic about it, really, really um, happy. So I'm happy that he's happy, um, you know, kind of work with each other, right? You know, like I told him, I said, as long as you keep working and doing what you're supposed to do, we have no problems, you know? So he's ecstatic and um, he's happy to have a job. So, and I'm happy to have a worker, right? Obviously, because it's a helper, um, kind of takes a little bit more of the load off of me while I'm, you know, trying to manage everything and do everything. So, yeah, you know, happy, happy. That's the main thing, you know? So, uh, yeah, we do start a new project on Monday and Tuesday. Um, that one project should be completed, and then we jump on to some new projects. Uh, so, yeah, pretty exciting times, guys, we're living in right now, especially with the whole coronavirus. Um, I actually did notice, though, uh, here on the island, at least, here in Hawaii, um, a lot more people are going back to work, a lot more. The roads are getting back to kind of, I wouldn't say normal yet, but um, they're they're getting there. I, I do notice there's a ton of more people working. Um, a lot of these places that I go into, like these brand new subdivisions um, that we're building out and stuff, um, there's different construction crews and stuff. And at one point, I was the only um, contractor in there working for a while with this whole corona thing. 
And then um, just recently, within the last week or two, especially just yesterday, I started noticing there's more um, construction crews back in there um, working again and doing their thing. So that's a good sign. Things are kind of picking up a bit. Uh, I hope that's the same scenario in your case, in your area. Um, you know, everybody needs to kind of get back to the groove of things, you know. Um, but, you know, we're still dealing with the coronavirus. And, uh, yeah, I mean, our uh, state here, they actually st they implemented another month of shutdown. So that's going to total of three months uh, we've been completely shut down. But with this month, uh, what they did was they made some exceptions for um, some, I should say, more businesses. The restaurants and stuff are still closed and all that, obviously. But um, some of the other businesses can try to get back to, um, you know, work and try to get things moving again. So that's a pretty good feeling for a lot of them, I'm, I'm assuming. But yeah, pretty exciting stuff, guys, going on. Um, yeah, these subdivisions that we end up building out a lot of times, um, they do they do them in phases, right? So like phase one, phase two, phase three, and only after usually phase one is you know completed, uh, that then we'll move on to like a phase two, and so that's like one little aspect of my business. We we do a lot of work in these um, areas, uh, and then obviously I do a lot more other things, but all across the island. So um, another thing is uh, I have multiple welders and um, they, they, they've been lasting not too bad. And some of the welders I've been buying are the ones from Home Depot, um, you know, the Lincoln electric uh, welders. So I've had two of their old ones for quite some time. And I've I've put I don't know, I've welded so much stuff with these things. I mean, like nonstop welding some stuff, you know, especially with work and everything going on. I'll be burning through spools of wire, like no joke, just burning through spools of wire. But uh, most recently, um, the uh, last older one that I had was starting to give me some real issues. Um, she starts to overheat and then she kicks herself off way too early when normally I could just weld, you know, for a long time. And there is a duty cycle, you know, on these things. And I'm, I'm trying to allow them to, you know, cool down and rest a little bit in between my welds. Um, but I noticed with this one welder, I think she's on her way out finally. So yesterday I actually purchased a brand new Lincoln Electric from Home Depot. Um, it is the 140 model. The 180, which is above that one, requires 240. Um, so a lot of times we go to job sites, there's not 240 available. There's only going to be 120. So the 140 model does allow for uh, just a regular plug. And, and that works just fine. You know, we're... If I was welding like really, really thick steel, um, you know, then yeah, obviously I would go towards the 240, but um, we're doing more mild steel. So, um, you know, the 140 will work just fine. In fact, the 120, I think it's one one step below it, 120 or 125. That one just does um, steel welding and that one could be just fine as well. But the 140 has some flexibility where I can use um, flux core wire or I can use argon gas, and I can weld aluminum. So um, that's something that I kind of wanted to get into was welding a little bit of aluminum, um, just to try it out and see how well it works. But I do have that flexibility with that one welder. Now, I did tell myself that if this welder, at, at some point when this welder does not work anymore, I think I'm finally going to step up and actually go and buy a, um, you know, a legitimate um lot more expensive unit um, but so far these little Lincoln electric uh, welders have been working very well for me um, you know they've been lasting many many years 
um, before they start acting up and start giving issues, you know. Um, but yeah, I, I've had no really no major complaints with them, especially for the the price, guys, and how long they last. I mean, you know, they're not made to last for like 10 years with heavy welding every day, you know. But if you're, you know, moderately welding every other day and, you know, little projects here and there or just securing something, uh, it'll last quite a long time, you know. And so the money-wise, economically, it made, made more sense for me to just to buy their new one. And their newer one, uh, they as time goes on with any other product, uh, they improve on them, right? So um, I just assembled it, actually. And I'm about to go outside and do a test weld on something because before I take it out on a job site, I want to make sure it's going to perform correctly. And there's, you know, they're making them more powerful now. So I'm going to have to get used to the new um, wire feed speeds and the current or voltage, sorry, the current essentially that I'm pumping through the gun um, to um, make the weld. So because um, normally with the old welder, I would have to have the heat pretty much at max and then my wire feed speed at like nine. So I was pretty much maxing out the machine because she was kind of older. Um, you know, as fast as she could put out the wire and as fast as we could melt the, the steel and the wire together, that's how fast I was welding, you know, and it makes some really nice beads and long beads, real nice stuff. But it just started to get to the point where she was just, she couldn't handle it anymore. So now with this new one, I'm looking at the wire feed speeding speed settings and it's quite amazing because the, they can feed a lot more and the amperage is a lot more. So that's, that's nice because then we don't have to run the machine at a max setting we could run the machine more at a quarter to half setting and still get the same job done without pushing the, the machine a lot harder than we need to. So that's that's an improvement right there. But, you know, we always have to, um, you know, as tools break, we have to replace them and um, just keep moving forward, you know. Because if you, you know, especially if you're welding or doing other things, like just like you have an impact gun, you know, if it breaks, you need it, you know, so get a new one, you know. Um, there's something I did want to point out though. So recently I went to Home Depot, obviously, but I, I go to Home Depot almost every day, pretty much every day or every other day at least. And I, and I own a ton of Milwaukee tools, a lot of them. And in, in a lot of cases, I own two or three of the same tool. Now, recently I decided to purchase a Milwaukee battery powered heat gun. So like for he, um, heating up and for, for heating up heat shrink. Or the soldering seal um, tubes. Because a lot of times I'll have to bring a generator with an extension cord. Just to power my corded uh, heat gun. And that's very cumbersome. Because a lot of times I don't need. I don't want to have to bring the generator and extension cord. And all that stuff. Just to um, you know heat shrink like two or three um, sections. And I don't want to use a lighter. You know I could use a lighter and stuff. But you know I want my stuff to look good. You know, the quality of work is a lot to me, you know. And so I've been really getting kind of aggravated with just bringing the generator to these jobs here and there just to run a um, heat gun, you know. So I went and purchased a battery-powered one from Milwaukee to give it a shot to see how well it works. So I ordered it online um, from our local store. So it was a pickup order. I went to pick it up, and the first thing that I noticed was the box was opened. It was missing the plastic that it was in, and I could tell somebody was sliding batteries onto the, onto the unit. So I told the, the lady, I said, uh, I have an issue here. I said, first of all, this item is not brand new. I purchased brand new. This box is open. 
it's obviously been used because I can see people, someone has been sliding batteries onto this heat gun. I said, if I'm buying used, then I expect the price to reflect a used price. If I'm buying new and paying full price for something, then I expect brand new. And I said, what it looks like to me is somebody did a return. You guys inspected it. And now you guys are trying to push the return off on me. I said, I'm not going to have it. So um, I actually know the Milwaukee guy very well. Okay. Very, very well. And so um, they said they're going to call the Milwaukee guy. I said, oh, well, I know exactly who he is. So he, co- he, he took like 35 minutes to get to where to the um, customer service desk, which was kind of um, getting on my nerves. But um, he showed up. And I said, because I know him, I know him well, you know, I've bought so much tools from him, you know, so he knows I'm a very serious buyer. He knows I'm a serious person and he knows I'm a businessman, right? So he's not going to get over on me. No one's going to get over on me. So I told him, I said, Hey, look, I said, I purchased a brand new online for pickup. Um, you know, the heat gun from Milwaukee battery powered. He's like, right. I said, but you because Milwaukee, the Milwaukee guy is actually, the Milwaukee guy in that store is actually responsible for supplying, you know, bringing the item to the pickup location. So he actually had to pick that item up and bring it over there. So he made, he made that decision to try to push off a return to someone. In this case, it was me and I wasn't going to have it. I said, look, I said, I buy, because I probably spent like $6,000 worth of Milwaukee tools, guys. Okay. I don't, it's not just like $300, like six grand worth of Milwaukee tools, right? So if I'm buying something new, I expect it to be new. It's just like you guys. If you guys went to say like a Costco and you guys decide to buy a brand new flat screen TV and they give it to you and the box is open and obviously it's been used, you're not going to be too happy about that, right? Because you're paying, you know, good money assuming for a brand new unit, not something that was opened and used and returned and they're trying to push it off on you, right? You guys would be upset as well. So I told him, I said, look, I said, I said, I don't know what you're trying to pull here. I said, I know this, this item has been used and I know it's been returned. And I said, now you're trying to push it off. I said, I'm not going to have it. I said, I want brand new. That's what I expect. I said, I said, I have no problem buying used. I said, but if I'm buying used, then I want the price to reflect that. And so he kind of got frantic because he knows I'm a very serious buyer and I'm a serious guy when it comes to business. And I wasn't as nice as I put it. I was a little bit more aggressive um, just because I was kind of pissed off about the whole situation. So he ran back to the Milwaukee aisle and pulled a brand new box off, came back and he, he, cause he knows me by name. I know him by name. And he told me, you know, he called me by my name and he said, look, I'm sorry about that. Um, Here's a brand new one. It's still in the box. I'm sorry about that. I said, look, I said, don't try to push off returns because it's been used and it's not, it's not brand new. I said, I said, you should know better than that. I said, if it's been used in return, just mark it down. I have no problem buying used stuff as long as it works. I said, but you have to mark them down, you know? And so, um, yeah, he gave me a new one, obviously. Uh, and yeah, I, I, even the lady, the, the pickup lady, the, the one that does, does like the pickup and returns and stuff in that section, the customer service section, you know what she told me? She goes, you know what? I completely agree with you. If I'm buying something new, I expect it to be brand new, not a return used. And she she said, you have a good point. And so I said, well, I'm, I'm just, you know, stating the facts and that's what it is. So, uh, yeah, I got a new one. Everything is good.
uh, came home, tested it out, and I'm very happy with it. Um, it's working out very good because now I don't have to carry on a generator. And I mean, I do carry on generators, but if I'm going to a Pacific job to do just like some, you know, wiring for something, I don't want to have to bring the generator along with me, you know, and all that stuff. So now I got a little handheld, um, heat gun that's battery powered, you know, and I do own tons and tons of Milwaukee batteries. So I'm not worried about it. You know, I, I can, they say you can do about 40 connections, heat shrinking, which you might be able to, but I'm not doing 40 connections. So if I put a five amp hour battery in there, um, you know, I'm good to go for whatever I'm doing for the day, heat shrinking some um, electrical connections here and there. So yeah, a lot more handy um, and it does work pretty well. I just keep it really close. So that way, cause I know it's running on a battery. So as soon as I turn it on, start doing my thing. So it's a pretty awesome little um, gadget to add to the arsenal of tools. Um, and obviously now I don't have to worry about loading and unloading a generator and putting gasoline in it and then bringing the um, extension cord and, you know, um, unrolling everything. It's just a pain, you know, to have to do all that just for a couple connections here and there. So, you know, the point is, guys, um, get the tools for the job. You know, make your life easy. Be more efficient, you know. Um, before days, I used to wait a while, like a long time to buy something, you know, nowadays I don't wait so long because I realize that I've been struggling doing everything the hard way when I could just buy the right tool for the job and make my life so much easier. And I, and I used that heat gun on a job. You know what I mean? I, I just had it in the back of my truck and my little tool bag and I pulled up and put the heat shrink on and whoop, done, you know, and I'm driving away. Instead of me spending, you know, 30 minutes there trying to get everything all situated and, you know, pull up, boom, boom, done, moving on. So, you know, sometimes getting the right equipment and the right tools just makes everything go a lot easier. Less stress for you in the end, because remember, you're the one doing the work, right? Like myself. So try to make it easy on you. Get the right stuff and you might be a little bit happier. So the other thing is to it, Milwaukee stuff, there is a warranty on a lot of it. So, uh, well, most of it actually, I believe. Uh, so if it breaks or whatever within a certain time frame or whatever, um, you know, they'll replace it. And then the thing too is I've had Milwaukee tools break on me before, especially my um, my main drill gun, my impact gun. Uh, I've gone through three or four of them already. Um, the la the the newest one I got um, has been has been working just fine. Um, it's pretty much outlasted the last three. So maybe I just had maybe there was just some bad ones in the batch or something. And the same Milwaukee guy that I deal with, we know each other by name, um, you know, I take it into him. And I say, hey, look, it don't work or it's broken or the chuck don't hold the chuck in or any, anymore or something's wrong with it. And he's like, no problem. He pulls a new one off the shelf. He throws that one. He marks it off. And I'm walking out the door with a brand new, um, you know, tool, you know, because there is a warranty on it and stuff. And not all tools will they exchange in the store, only like certain ones that they know contractors like me use all the time and we need them. But if it's more of something that's not something that you use all the time or it's not a more common tool, um, then normally you would have to send that into Milwaukee, which Milwaukee will take care of it. But you just have to send it in and then they'll send it back to you and stuff. So, But yeah, guys, just staying productive, keeping moving. Um, today is the only day so far in, I don't know, weeks or months at least that I'm actually having a half day off. So I'm kind of just chilling out in the morning. I'm just going to basically um, just relax uh, for half the day. And then right around lunch, um, I got to go and do some things for some um, work. But I'm happy to at least have a half a day off today 
and just kind of relax and kind of catch everyone up on the podcast and, you know, just take a breather. You know, I think we all need a, you know, at least a half day off or something, you know, we all got to recoup, you know, we all need that rest here and there. So anyway, guys, stay positive and I'll see you guys on the next one.